What is going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode I don't know because, well, I was too busy worrying about if we were going to clap and sync <laughs> that I didn't actually look at it. 109.1. <laughs> and uh, we are continuing our playthrough of Death Stranding. Today I have with me Matt. Hello. And so, yeah, we... uh feels like we're in the thick of it now. <laughs> I, I definitely have went through the thick of it. I know you haven't reached as far as I have, um, but uh, some things have went down in my game. Mm. Um, you're getting close to it, but um, there, there has some things, there are some things that happened um, in this, this play session as well. Um, I know that you were you were slowly making your way to Lake Knot City or Port Knot City. Which one is it? Uh, Before we go over the boat is Lake Knot City. And then when we go across the lake, it is now Port Knot City, I believe. Yeah, I think it's the other way around. I think you okay. reach the port at the first, you know, in the in the eastern section. And then you go to Lake. And then you go to Lake. I think you start off kind of this Chapter 3 in Lake Knot City. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, um, when we go to Port Knot City, uh, we do our regular check-in and get, the, get it synced up with the chiral network. And when we go outside, a storm starts brewing. Which is funny because they said, oh, don't worry, the rain never never hits us here in the city. Yeah. But this time, ho-ho, oh, it has. Um, and we become face-to-face -face with uh, a new character. Uh, what I'm believing is going to be one of the main antagonists of this game. Yeah, he calls himself Higgs. Uh, Higgs is uh, played by Troy Baker, who is a very familiar face in the video game industry. He has voiced everybody, it seems like. Uh, but it is, from what I can tell, it's actually him. I think he did the mocap for this as well. Oh, that's cool. Because um, it looks like him. Um, uh, granted, we can't tell right now because uh he's wearing a mask uh it's a skull mask looks like it's gold yeah golden skull and a yeah. cloak and a cloak yeah Very but, ornate. He, but he is also wearing uh one of the bt detectors now did he have a bb with him i don't think he had a bb with him i don't think he did either but he he definitely had one of the the audredex audredex yeah, um, and uh, Fragile is there too. She's she's kind of off to the side. Um, he tries to attack her, um, but she blinks out of there. She's good at that. Yep, she's really good at that. We also only got the Hematic Grenades one chapter before this, right? Yeah. Or one mission stop. before this? Yeah, one stop before this. And it's a good thing we did because... Uh, Higgs 
somehow seems to be able to control BTs. He can summon them at will. He can he can bring up the 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 chiral goo. Um, so much, in fact, that he basically engulfs the entire port with the the black goo and turns it into what looks like a lake. Um, and then summons a giant BT that we have somehow to fight. can what take the buildings down as well. Yeah, so it destroy the buildings. He's bring. He, he, well, I feel like the, it just flooded so bad it brought down buildings. Yeah, Maybe. but but as I'm like hiding out on them, they're coming down throughout the encounter as well. Oh yeah, but I'm thinking, isn't that because the BTs running into them and smashing them? Yeah, well, that I couldn't tell if it was that or if it was somehow like raising the volume of the lake. Yeah, which I don't know. It seems to be in some kind of alternate universe anyway, so it's a little hard to tell what's happening. Yeah, it's. I don't know, man. It, it, it's storming, um, and there is this giant BT. So he he comes in and he introduces himself and uh, in a Kojima kind of way with a lot of words. <laughs> yeah, he he basically is the uh, part of the terrorist organization who thinks that uniting the United States or uniting the United Cities of America is the wrong thing to do. Um, but he says a lot of things, but also nothing is said. Like we still don't know yeah. who this guy is, but you can tell that, uh, he and fragile have a history. Yep. Um, cause it seemed like he was really gunning for, for fragile. He took a shot at her. Um, but, uh, so yeah, he summons this giant BT and, um, we have to fight it off. So this is officially our first boss fight of the game. Um, and, uh, yeah. Did you have any problem with this? I didn't have any problem with this other than running out of the hematic grenades. So I, there was, I want to say twice that I actually ran out of the grenades themselves. I only had, I don't know, two bundles. I don't know what you call them. You know, each group of grouping of five. Yeah. Containers, I guess is the best way to call. Them. Yeah. So I only had about two of those, I think. Right. And then I had to like scavenge other ones from the rooftop. Yeah. So I kept running into what looked like help from other players. So yeah. Yeah. Looked like a little hologram throwing containers at me. It also raises one of my biggest questions from where I am in this playthrough, and I don't know how much more you know about the story to form your theories beyond where I am, but I, I don't know. I kind of want to save it for that part of the discussion, but it really like colored my whole playthrough of not really understanding what's going on in this game, or what the interactions mean and whether the help means anything. I don't know. It's all pretty vague at the moment, but I get the feeling that the help is just, it's a video game. Do you think so? Because I'm... one of my, all right. So I'll just, I had two like back to back thoughts while playing this. Okay. 
it's really weird to have this game about rebuilding the civilization when I just walk out the door one day and the road is built. I have not built it. Right. At all. That was really weird to me. Because I'm like, well, doesn't that kind of undercut the whole single-player-like feel of rebuilding or reconnecting the civilization? And then, like, my my immediate next thought was it must be intentional. So my, my like, overriding thought is that the personal interactions in the game isn't just a game. It's something more meta. Like, it's, like, other people reaching into our game has something to do with, like, mirrors the beached universe and the real universe or the dead and the living I, I, I don't I don't know but it almost made me feel like instead of you know you, kind of the opposite of your theory last week of kind of everyone else maybe being dead and being digital then you know my thought here was alright well maybe he's digital and this is all again a simulation Right. And that other people's simulations reaching in, that's all – maybe everybody's got their own simulation in the game, and that's mirroring what we're doing as game players. Well, that whole everything, everybody's dead and we're not interacting with anybody except a select few, I think kind of goes out the window in this play session. Yeah, we do definitely meet a few more people. Yes, we do. But – um yeah, I mean, it's Hideo Kojima, and he loves put throwing that kind of stuff in there, like, oh, you're interacting with all these different people and stuff like that. Like, it, it, I, I, I could easily see this becoming like a I am legend kind of thing, where you're actually the bad guy, <laughs> <laughs> screwing everything up. I don't know. Yeah, I just, in my mind, I'm like, it would be pretty meta if our playing the game mirrored what was happening in the world. Right. I thought that was kind of cool. And then the one other thing that I thought was strange was, back to your point about it feeling so desolate in the cities, there was one point while walking into Lake Knot City where I think it said population 63,000 people or something. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Either that's a really old number, which doesn't make sense because it's digital, you know, or where the heck are all these people? 63,000 people in Lake Knot City? Yeah. And we see, what, two yeah. So I, I don't know. There's still some kind of disconnect there. Yeah. I, I, I'm not entirely sure um, what any of that means yet. Um, But after beating the BT, everything kind of goes back to normal-ish. Higgs is gone. Uh, when what happened you... to Higgs? I don't... We didn't like... We definitely didn't fight him at all, but... He kind of just summoned the BT. Did we didn't. Did we even see him after the BT fight? I don't think so. I think he just kind of disappeared after that. Oh, that's kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. But um, but we meet back up with Fragile, and uh, we ride the one and only ship that takes us to to uh, Lake Knot City. Uh, it's about a day journey on ship, and I'm like, dang, how big's this lake? Yeah. But um, Fragile kind of goes into a little bit more of her backstory. Um, she talks about how uh, she does know Higgs at one point. I think he was he was either with Fragile Express or 
worked with Fragile Express. Yeah. Making deliveries and stuff like that. But then he turned into like this really weird rogue agent who started getting up a bunch of fanatics and turned into a terrorist. It's also interesting to me, like what the motive is of the terrorist. Is it a real motive an anti connectivity motive? In which case I would have to wonder what's underpinning that. Yeah. What information does he have that we don't? Yeah, exactly. Like why is he fighting this so hard? Or is it just that they've gone psychotic due to whatever's caused the mules to go psychotic? Right. Or is it a combination of both? I think Higgs has more information than what we know. He must. I mean, just having gone crazy from the environment's not not really a great bad guy motive. Right. Plus he yeah. doesn't seem out of control. Seems fully lucid. Yeah. But uh I can't remember now. I have learned I have learned what what actually happens in between Fragile and Higgs. I don't think yep. you have yet. Uh, well, I learned that he fooled her. She went into South Knot City. Yes. Yeah, I learned all 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 of that. Yeah, but you haven't you haven't you haven't seen you haven't seen how she's she's an old woman underneath, right? No. Okay, you'll get that next time. Um. Although she did come into my room and shower. Yes, that's where we get that whole that whole scene. Uh, with her talking. So she, she basically got betrayed by, by Higgs and, um, was taking a delivery to South Knot City. And, uh, it was actually a, a nuke. An old school nuke is what she called it. Um, and, 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 uh, and there was a bit of an escalation, right? Cause I think she said at one point, something along the lines of, you know, we were, we were doing standard missions and, you know, delivery missions and, what were parts and medicine turned into guns and bombs? Yeah. It sounded like there was a bit of an escalation. Yeah, definitely. Or a plan that he was putting in place, maybe. But she definitely put it off as if I've been, I've been betrayed by this guy and I want him dead. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, but she does help us out. Um, she says that the, the people in this part of the country, um, they don't trust bridges and they only go through Fragile Express. So she's going to give us a little code identifier that we can wear. Yep. That will basically say that we're affiliated with Fragile Express, even though we're with bridges. They're old cold codes, but they check out. Yeah. They're old codes, but they check out. That's right. Um, <laughs> it worked, but, uh, yeah, we were, she, she's, she's firmly believes that reconnecting, uh, the, the colonies or, or, or the, the civilizations together, uh, is, is for the best. So she wants us to, to continue doing this, uh, but we'll need that, that code to let people let us in basically. So we get a bunch of missions uh, when we make it to to uh, Lake Knot City. Um, we get a bunch of missions to go to all these different places. So there's the engineer. There is the uh, the elder. The elder. Yeah. There is the um, 
the the Timefall farm. Yep. There is another one. It's like engineer and something else. What was the other one? Craftsman. The Craftsman. That's right. Engineer, Craftsman. And then eventually you make it to the Junker. And yep. junk dealer. And the uh, chiral artist. The chiral artist. Yeah. And there's also another one. There's a secret one that I don't know if you ran into. The the cosplayer. Ooh, no, I didn't see that. Um, it, I can't remember where I got it, but I did get something saying you need to go to the cosplayer, which was not on my list at all. Huh. Uh, and the cosplayer, I'll just go ahead and say, is somebody very famous. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, I was like, wow, this is really out of out of sync with the rest of the game. It felt like. Uh, it's Mission Order 37, it looks like. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. This chapter has 20 missions in it. Well, not all. Those are, some of those are standard deliveries, though. Are like, they? I thought I, this was 20 that was just the... Story missions. Or Are the they? Need to progress missions. Yeah, I think so. Holy crap! Really, man. Yeah. I mean, this is a long, long chapter. And um, I, I did, I did a number, especially in the first half of this. I probably did at least another six or so, kind of standard deliveries. So we go around. Some people accept. Bridges offer to join the chiral network. Some don't. Some will allow to join, but the the network, but not join the United Cities of America. Particularly the elder. The elder refuses. Did you get the elder to join, Matt? Yeah, I, th- I thought everybody joined. So, s- some of them will join your network. But some of them will not join the UCA. Hmm. So, you know, the Junker originally didn't want to join. Yeah, I felt like a lot of them resisted until I bought them off, basically. That's exactly what happened with the Elder. So I had to do a whole bunch of things for the Elder. Yeah. And once I got him to three stars, he said, okay, you can, you can, you can use the Cupid to let me join the UCA. Yep. Yeah, I think that must have been what happened with me, too. I had to deliver a whole bunch of sleeping pills. <laughs> Dude, I'm talking like I had this thing stacked probably eight foot, foot tall on my back. Yeah, it does get quite precarious. It was 20, I think 20 boxes of sleeping pills. Oh, wow. And I was like, am I going to get a cutscene of this guy like saying, I'm going to kill myself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who needs that many sleeping pills? Yeah. Uh, but no, I gave him the sleeping pills. He's like, you know what? I think I will join the UCA. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> but, um, the, the, the big, the big one that, that, that adds extra story, I would say, would be the one with the junker. Going to the junker, I was kind of confused. Um, so when you go to the junker, and usually when you deliver something to somebody, you see a hologram of them. It's usually kind of grainy. Yeah. 
and um, they'll talk to you. Oh, what you got for me today? And oh, yeah, this looks great. You know that kind uh, of thing. Not even damaged. Yeah, it's not even damaged. Or man, this has been through hell. We, <laughs> what, did you, what did you do, man? Um, but uh, so I find it but, funny when it's like forty percent damage. And they're like, well, oh, not a scratch on it. Yeah, no, this was like new. I didn't go over that 50% threshold, <laughs> so we're yep. good. Um, but, um, yeah, the Junker, when you reach his little vault, uh, instead of seeing him, you see this girl playing with a, uh, a um, hourglass. And it's like and it lasts for like a minute and a half. It's like a long yeah. There's no Even though nothing audio. happens. <laughs> yeah, there's no audio or anything like that. And then finally he comes in and it's like, oh, it's this bridges, these pieces of crap. You're not even with Fragile Express. I don't want to have anything to do with you. Would you bring me? <laughs> and uh, he talks about how, uh, you, you know, the UCA or, or the bridges or whoever, um, they they helped with the whole South Knot City destruction when the nuke went off. He lost his his girl, is what he said. To which I thought for a second, so his daughter died. Gotcha. Yep. So he blames us and Fragile Express for what happened. These the, the porters are the reason why my my daughter is dead, is what I thought. And so after that he's like, Okay, you can you can get out of here. So uh I think it's Die Hardman comes over the intercom or over the, the codec. I should just say it's codec. It's called codec. Yeah. So he brought over Metal Gear a little bit. But, um, and he's like, okay, so we can, we need to get this guy on board with us. So, uh, he obviously is missing his daughter. So let's see if we can find some records on her. So we have to go to the remnants of South Knot City where it originally blew up at. Of course, go into BT territory. Yep. Find some documents, bring them back. Come to find out, she's not actually dead. Okay. Where's she at? Literally 200 yards away? <laughs> well, this is in Death Stranding, so that could have been like 20 miles. Sure. You know, 200 yards is probably the equivalent of 20 miles in this game. Oh, that was a five-minute walk for me. Yeah. Uh, but we go down to the chiral artist. And when we... So we're like, okay, we go to him. Dude, she's not dead. Well, I don't believe you, but if if this person that's living here is really her, give her this hourglass, and if she recognizes it, then it's her. Okay. Yeah, and she'll want to come back. Yeah. So we take the hourglass, and this is one of the special ones. We can't have it on our back. We have to carry it in our hand the whole time. So like I... the opposite of the pizza. Yeah, the opposite of the pizza. You can't hold that sideways. And so we uh, travel down to her, and the person that answers the door is a different person. It's a, it's a older woman and, um, she's like, uh, what is this? I haven't seen this in years. And I'm like, oh, she's really old now. 
was like, what? I was like, how's this guy the father of this woman? And then she shows up. She opens the door. And it's the girl. And she's like, oh, I haven't seen this in forever. Is he alive? And I'm like, yeah, she, he's alive. He's like, take me to him. And I'm like. Yeah, reuniting father and daughter. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, mom mom told me that he was dead and didn't want to have anything to do with him. So I didn't know he was alive. And I'm like, wait, that's your mom? But these two people are not Asian. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she also spoke with a very thick Asian accent. Yeah, some kind of accent. And I was like. What? I was so confused. Yeah, this, this whole mission, I I was like, I must have spaced out here because I don't really understand what's happening. Yeah. So we then have to drop all of our equipment. I didn't realize I had to do this. Mm. Dr- drop all of my equipment. We can't have anything on our backs. And we have to strap her on like we did the president's dead body. And we have to walk her to the junker. So, doing that, we then get a cutscene. The Junker comes out of his, his, so we're physically seeing people now. They're coming out of their, their, their vaults or whatever. Yeah, at least we didn't have to go back through BT territory to get there. Well, I did. Oh, you did? You didn't go down by the lake? <laughs> no, no, I, I did. I, I went the, the exact same way I came. Oh, man. So I was, I was trying to carry things with my arm. My two, my two, my two most important pieces of equipment, which were were my exoskeleton, and I can't remember what the other thing was. I think it was like my anti BT gun. <laughs> I was carrying them by hand, so I couldn't hold my breath. <laughs> so anytime, anytime a BT was close to me, I'd be like, I'm going to run in the completely opposite direction, <laughs> and so I kind of zigzagged all the way to the junker. And uh, finally, I dropped her off. We get a cutscene. He comes out, and he hugs her and kisses her. And I'm like, "What is going on here? Who kisses their daughter like that?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's her boyfriend." What did he say? Like, my girlfriend, or my betrothed, or my wife, whatever. Yep. Instead of my girl. And I'm just like, because that automatically, because the, the the hologram we see of her, it looks like somebody who was maybe like 12 or 13. Yeah. And I was so confused by that. And also her comments about, you know, the mom not liking him. You know, I, I, I don't know. I thought that, I thought that this guy, the junker, was with the mother, obviously, who, who basically despised him for whatever reason and then told their daughter that he was dead so that she wouldn't go looking for him, which yeah. I, I thought was 100% backed up by her comments and then turns out that wasn't at all what happened. Oh, yeah. Kind of a doubt it's her lover. And so she decides to live with him and the Junker's like, okay, you did this great thing for me. I'll join the UCA. So we register him Got him on the Kyle network. Cool. That's amazing that you were able to get back through BT territory with her on your back because when I was going to her, 
I definitely ran out of hematic grenades and had to just use the speed option of my new speed legs to run directly away from the BTs. <laughs> and that was the only, like, I just, that was the first time since the beginning of the game when I was unable to fight them that I just was like, I can't, I can't do it. I don't have any way to fight them. So I, I, run. I, I have not fought. How do I explain this? Unless I have been caught by a BT and been in the, the flood, I have not fought a BT. Oh, really? Yeah. I launch those grenades every time I go through BT territory. Nope. I try I, to carve I, out my path. I am sneaking by those guys for the most part. Hmm. Or just, just trying to avoid them. I have not fought just a standard, like, humanoid-looking BT. Yeah, I've probably killed 20 or 30 of them. Holy crap, dude. Maybe 30? I have not killed a single one. I've only killed the boss BT, and that one time I got caught. That's the only time I have fought one. I got an anti-BT gun that I've never used. Yep, I just just received that. I haven't used it yet. Although I'm almost wondering if I should be, you know, destroying them or eliminating them or whatever, because I'm not sure that voiding out means anything. I'm not sure death means anything, right? The way that the line seems to be blurred in this game, but... I almost wonder if there was an opportunity to rejoin the BTs with the bodies somehow, and by eliminating them, I might be preventing that from being able to happen later on. So you're looking at this at the meta game. I don't know if there is one. I don't know. Be There's just a lot of questions. Because <laughs> I have... <sighs> I haven't, you haven't got to it yet, but I have got a game. I have got multiple game overs. Ooh. As in like I fell over dead and it wasn't like at the beginning of the game where I swam to my body. Yep. That's happened to me once. That is, that has not happened to me since the beginning of the game. And, but I have died and just said, Oh, you died. Start over. Yep. That happened to me once in a mule fight. And you voided out? Nope, I just died and restarted. So why did they even introduce this whole swim to your body to bring yourself back to life thing? Maybe it needs to be a BT-induced death? Or did mm. yours, was yours caused by a BT? <laughs> Mine was caused by two different things that I can't talk about because you have <laughs> not you have not gotten to them yet. Uh. Um... One of them I'm going to have to, one of them I'm going to try to get you to avoid at all costs. Because you lose some time that way. And I'm like, oh, that was the thing I was telling you about before we started recording. Yeah. Um, is it a boss? Uh, no. One of them was a boss fight that you get, but the other one was. I should have went somewhere first. Mm. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, after connecting all those people, great. We get a whole bunch of like standard orders, but the, the biggest order we get then is 
uh, well, we get a phone call from, from Die Hardman telling us that Fragile has went off the grid. We don't know where she's at. Um, but, uh, we have, uh, it's time to go to South Knot City. The, the, I guess new South Knot City. I don't know. Whatever they rebuilt. Um, and, um, but we need to transfer things from Lake Knot City to South Knot City. So if anybody's been paying attention, everything that we've been doing has been happening in the middle. South Knot City is clear across the map <laughs> and Lake Knot City is clear across the map. So this is going to be the longest haul we've ever done. And I've had a few slow ones in this. I don't remember which one it was, but I had one really long slow trek. One of the middle missions. I don't, I mean, it it was probably 15 or 20 minutes of just walking. Getting to the time fall farm took a while. Yeah, that that might've been it. Um, uh, once you get to the time fall farm, you unlock something really nice. You get those, uh, those uh carts that you can pull. Yep. Those are really nice. The floating um, ones? Yeah, the floating ones. Oh, so that's not the part that is unique to the director's cut then. No, no. You you, you get you get those. Hmm. Um you also eventually in this I think the engineer creates the bot that you can send off to do orders. Yep. I've had three or four of those completed. That doesn't seem like there are any real high-value ones. It's just another stream of whatever adds to your porter grade. Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, and then we get a few exoskeletons. So we get the, the, the leg upgrades, basically. Uh, I've got a level two uh, weight one now. Mm, I think mine's level one, but you've got something silver and gold okay are those all are those those aren't different levels right i don't know the differences between them i i don't know that may be something that's just in the director's cut i'm not sure Uh, okay i haven't seen any silver or gold anything i have i had level one uh carry weight limit legs then i got level two i think i got that because i got the engineer up higher in the stars and then we got the speed one from the junker, right? Yep. Yeah. And, and I got he speed. wanted us to use that to go to get the Carl art- artist. Yeah. Uh, so I got the speed level one legs. Um, Which you do move. When you run with those legs, it's fast. Oh, it's fast as crap. Fast enough to run away from BTs. That's all I need it for. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's really good. Uh, but I really like weight limit. Because, man, stacking 20 carts of sleeping pills on your back <laughs> puts some weight on you. Um, What's the limit with that one? I think the one I had had a limit of 250. Your, the, 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 the weight, the weight bearing legs. legs yeah. Uh, level two's like, I think it's like 340. I could be wrong though. Oh, nice. I could be wrong. Um, but, uh, no, those were nice. Um, and I also am able to upgrade my back 
pack. Have you got that yet? Yeah, I, I recently got that. I touched it, but I didn't. It looked on first glance like all you could do was add patches to it. Uh, so no, I can. Uh, I added an extra battery, so it extended my battery life on everything. Yeah, yeah I did see that. And then um, I also got uh, an extra. You can add grenade pouches. Yeah, pouches, so that way they're not taking up space on my back. Does that help your balance? I mean, it still adds to your total weight, but... Yeah, but I, th- I think it's it, it helps your balance because you're not having a giant like Stack. con- container stacked on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been, uh, I did both of those. The, the battery pack's really nice because it not just does your legs, but it also does any vehicle you're driving. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. Um, on the mission to go back to the, um, Lake Knot City, I went to the, the distro center and picked up a few standard orders to take to Lake Knot, Lake Knot City. And on my way there, I ran into a mule camp and I beat up every guy there and then stole one of their trucks. <laughs> and I've been using that ever since. <laughs> um, because in my game, the distro center all the way to Lake Knot City, there is just a fully built road there in my game. Yeah, that's, that's the one thing in this whole play session that's confused me the most. Because I had seen the little printer nodes where you can add resources into them to eventually get it to print. And, and I have now eventually printed just one road section. But the entire road formed before I ever generated a road section. So that just seems so far out of the idea of what we're doing in the game that I think it must mean something. You may be right. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I really don't know. To me, though, it's very nice because it feels like I'm cheating. <laughs> well, it is a pain. I mean, the bike was so cool the first couple of times I used it. But the number of times I've wanted to take it somewhere and I've just kind of driven it into a field and then been like, all right, well, it's going to blow up if I drive it any farther. So I just, like, get off and leave it there. Yeah. Like, it, it's not real great at traversing any kind of uneven ground, which, I mean, I guess you wouldn't expect it to be, but... It's better than the trucks. <laughs> Is it? Oh, God, yeah. I was hoping the trucks with bigger wheels would be better at at the rocks and formations. No, no, the trike is, is better at that. So don't forget, you can also jump with it. Yeah. You can, I think you can even actually jump with the truck too. <laughs> you just hit the X button and it kind of, maybe hydraulics or something. I don't know. But, um, you can't, you can't kind of jump. Yeah. So, uh, going back to the, the dis, not the distro center, the, uh, the Lake Knot City. We take on an order. Now this order is special because this is everything, even though everything's connected to the chiral network, there's certain things, particularly organic matter, matter, excuse me, that we can't transfer through the chiral network. So they can't print that stuff off. So, any kind of weapons with Sam's blood in it 
can't be transferred. Which is all the ones that work. <laughs> yeah. Seeds or, or any type of medicine, anything like that. They can't just print that stuff off. So we have to take it. So we accept the order. And while we're getting ready to leave, uh, we get stopped by a Bridges guy with a hat on over his eyes. And he's like, hey, there's one more package. Uh, forgot to add it to the order. It's, uh, it's really fragile, so be careful with it. And um, I was like, well, that's definitely not Troy Baker talking. It's Troy Baker talking. It's, it's, let's not beat around the bush here. He does a very bad job of saying, I'm not Higgs. <laughs> uh, in fact, he does like this weird, like, shh motion while we're walking away. <laughs> and I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> and it also completely mirrors what, what Fragile said happened to her. Yeah. Because, I look at this package and it says, would you like to add the thir- small thermonuclear weapon to your inventory? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, guess. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're now tasked with taking that to South Knox city. Um, but before we get that package, dead man, not dead man, die hard man tells us, Hey, it looks like uh, fragile pop back on the grid. She's at the distro center, uh, south of, of distro center, north of South Knot city. Cool. And he's like, yeah, you should, you should go check in on her. Yeah. You should probably go check in on her with your small thermonuclear device. <laughs> and Matt, that's, that's where you stopped. <laughs> yeah. That's where I stopped. I have the package for delivery. So, when you go to meet with Fragile, um, from that point for the next two hours is Revelations. Oh, good. This is going to be a pretty fun Friday night then. <laughs> yeah. it's There's some legit crazy stuff in the next, the next thing. Uh, God bless it. One thing that gives me some anxiety in this game is trying to decide which and how many weapons to take with me on any given mission. Right. Because, you know, especially now after we've gotten the anti-BT gun, you could load up completely with anti-BT weapons between, you know, the hematic grenades, the the other grenades that you make in your personal room, and the anti-BT gun. Mm -hmm. And you could fill up an entire inventory with that and be completely set to take out every single BT that comes within a mile of you. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little, little pro tip here. When you reach South Knot city, officially reach South Knot city, you're going to unlock real guns. Ooh. Pistol, assault rifle and grenades. Though I, at this point in the game, still don't want to kill anyone. Right. Interesting. But listen to me. When they say, hey, these are available, make sure you get, get at least one of each. <laughs> because, and keep those with you. Because yeah. as soon as you leave that city, you're going to need them. Yeah, that's the thing is 
being caught in, let's say, a boss fight or a intense encounter without what you need, there's not a lot of other options, really. Like, with those yeah. fast legs, I was able to run away from the BTs, but if I hadn't had that, I would have been somewhat screwed and just had to go through that kind of annoying slog of getting caught, fighting my way off of the tar monsters, and then trudging my way outside of the pit. Yeah. You know, and probably getting caught two or three times and doing that and turning a, a standard mission into just a, a lot of butt, button mashing and angst. So, I, I don't know. Like, similarly, on, on you know, when I know I'm going to go towards a mule encampment now, I really like that you've got the bolus gun. That's pretty cool to take them down. Yeah, that's the best freaking weapon for them, man. Yep. And it, it feels good to use it and then to go over after the fact and kick them to knock them out. I don't even knock them out. I just capture them. Because uh, if you don't kick them, they come. They like shake off the the wire pretty quickly. Really? Yeah, I've had I've had probably three of them where I shot them and then was just like puttering around, like getting supplies or something, and then all of a sudden they shook it off and stood back up. Well, I haven't seen that. Then granted, I wasn't paying attention. I was like, man, there sure are a lot of mules. <laughs> Could have been the same one a couple of times. Probably has been, but all I do is just mash on square until I knock them out. Yeah. I usually use the the little rope, the hematic rope, to parry their attack and then wrap it around their neck after the fact. Oh, the, 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 the strand? The strand, yeah. Really? Yeah, that's actually really, it's really easy to parry because they don't attack a lot of times, right? So you, they're usually they'll... They'll circle around you and come in with one very telegraphed attack, so you can parry it pretty easily and then just hit hit square again, basically, and you'll wrap it around their neck and, like, knock them unconscious. God, I hadn't even tried that. That's what I do most of the time, but the bolus is more fun, but it's annoying that they get back up if you don't kick them. Right. So sometimes when they drop a whole truckload of mules off at me, by the time that I get all of them subdued, the first ones are back up again, so, you know, a little bit of uh, trying to dodge around them to make sure I'm kicking, curb stomping them. Okay. I'll definitely keep that in mind then. So, that's where we're stopping. But I got some emails. Yeah, I really wanted to finish up chapter three, but I played played a lot of this. I put in over ten hours. And, uh, you know, maybe did a few too many side missions, but I uh, will certainly be ramping up. I mean, I think this is the longest chapter in the game, right? Uh, I heard chapter eight's the longest. Ah, uh, I mean, this was like twenty missions. I'm like, all right, this is. Uh, I didn't even think I was going to halfway through chapter three, but chapter four, depending on how well you perform, is thirty minutes. That's well, quite different. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, where are my emails? Don't dance emails. Here we go. The alternate email box. Mm-hmm. So here is the first email we got is from Jamie. And it says, uh, hey guys, quick email this week since I haven't got very far. Mostly I feel like I'm not really getting anywhere in this game, which is funny for a game where you travel the whole time. I think there are a few different reasons. Number one, I overestimated how hard this game would be. 
for the longest time, anytime the BTs were around or even the mules, I was sneaking around trying to, my best to avoid them at all costs. But then I couldn't and realized they aren't even hard to fight. At one point, I was swarmed by mules and fought them all off with no issues, then stole their car. And <laughs> once I got the bombs, the BTs were no longer an issue. Even the first boss BT. Yep. Uh, two, it look, it look an embarrassing amount. It took a uh, all right. So sorry. It took an embarrassing amount of time to realize that you can skip the animations. I spent forever watching the elevator descend and Sam go to the bathroom yeah. and the bike go up and down the elevator. Yeah. Uh, anyways, now I know what I'm doing. I'm starting to like the game. At least I'm looking forward to doing orders and continuing the story. That said, there are still a lot of things that annoy me. The private room drives me insane. I think it was mentioned last week, but the mechanics of that room are stupid. Just let a person get up and walk around. I really dislike the menus. It took me way too long to figure out how to manage my inventory and my biggest pet peeve of all, holding buttons. Why? <laughs> Why do yeah. I have to confirm everything by holding a button? I have got it down now, but for the first probably five to six hours of this game, I would do everything I wanted to in the menu and then hit the circle button. I said, whoa, whoa you want to cancel everything? You sure about that? I'm like, no, I, I, I've, I am finished doing what I want to do. Well, then you need to hold down the X button for about three seconds. Yeah, it's always awkward when holding a button and pressing a button do different things. I think. Yeah, I'm just like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, all right, but I've gotten used to it now, and I fear the next time I go to a different video game, I'm going to be doing this crap. Yeah, I so, feel like I've gotten the basics down, but th I still completely agree that I don't like the menus. And there's some basic things that I still don't even know how to do. I just haven't taken the time to look them up. The one thing that I want to do, maybe you know already, how do you clear the markers off the map? So, you're talking about anything that you've made on the map? Yeah, anything that I've made. So, I know when you reach them, they automatically clear. Right. But, I, you know, I always end up at the end of a section, an end of a chapter, I guess, where I've got two or three or four that I never reached. I don't know where they are on the map. I mean, I, I know you could go to each one individually and clear it. Right. But there, there must be a clear personal marker button. There right? is. So yeah. scroll your cursor to a place where you don't have a marker and hold down, <laughs> hold down the square button. Does it say that? I mean, how do you? Yeah, it says it in my version of the game, I guess. Uh, yeah, it must have. Just hold, well. hold square to remove all markers is what it says. Okay. Well, that's clear. That's all I was looking for. So here, story-wise, I'm still behind, so not too much has happened. All I really know is that I didn't, uh, that I didn't before is why the uh, void outs happen. The matter, antimatter, soul, anti-soul sort of deal. I do wonder about the beach, though. It seems like some are stuck there. And when Bridget died, she said, I'll see you on the beach. I don't know if that's because she is Amelie. Or if they can't cross over. As for the time issues, I have no idea what time has to do with anything except that it must have a big role, especially since they said you can travel through the beach to save time. 
which makes me wonder if Sam is aging differently than most. Anyways, like I said, short email, but I'm not giving it up. I'm not giving up. I'm into this now, Jamie. So I guess we can talk about that a little bit. Did you read any of the emails or interviews? Yep. I went through and read all of them. Okay. All of both. So uh, I, I've, I've mentioned this theory to a few people and they, they're like, Oh, you sweet summer child. You don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> but I'm going to mention it here anyway. Um, there is obviously some sort of time travel happening. And the reason why I say that is because in one of the interviews, I believe it's the interview with Hartman. They mentioned that, or it might've been mama, but it, they mentioned that, Building structures. How do we build these giant roads in 30 seconds? How do we build these structures, you know, in short, short amounts of time is because they're using the chiral network and the beach. So I believe that the chiral network is connected to the beach somehow. The beach is time stands still at the beach, right? Or at least that's what it seems like. Yeah, that's what it seems like. So, or it's at least distorted somehow. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is happening is we are sending those materials to the beach and then we're sending it to the future. So Sam is in the future and we built a a bridge 40 years ago in the past. Then it instantly shows up in the future. Right? Mm. Yeah, could be. So we're changing the past and it's affecting the present, essentially. So do you still think all the other people are in the past? I don't know. I don't know. There is something that happens in the next play session that you will see that that definitely makes me think, hey, we're time traveling here. I still um, think something happens. This Whatever the Death Stranding was, was some kind of... Some kind of alien or radiation induced thing that affected the planet. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like I something about Mads Mickelson does seem to kind of mirror not not mirror what we're doing, but seem to be maybe an alternate time. I don't know. I don't know if BB is you know, means that that happened at the same time and he's within a year. I mean that was what I what I said last week, I kind of don't have any reason to not think that's true, other than that the more time seems to play a factor, the more it, it would lead to some kind of... Something's got to be out of time. Whether it's Mads Mikkelsen and that BB, whether that's the same as our BB, whether, you know, whether it is kind of other people in the past. I am curious why there's the, you know, 63,000 person population of Lake Knot City when there's nobody around. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's definitely a lot of questions. I mean, the time fall has something to do with it. I, I feel like, because I saw an email or a uh, or a uh, interview talking about time fall and trying to figure out where it comes from. Um, yeah. They mentioned uh, the inverted rainbow and how there is no blue in the inverted rainbow. And blue was significant because... Ah, crap. What did he say? It was dead man talking about it. Um, blue was significant for some reason, but I can't... I think it has something to do with death. 
Um, Do you think this is definitely Earth? I mean, it looks like the United States, but... Yeah, I think this is definitely Earth. I feel like... Because that would explain why a map of the U.S. doesn't really take U.S. time to traverse. True. If it was some kind of, like, fudged interpretation of Earth, and if it was somewhere else or a simulation, you could fudge away a lot of the time, you know, a lot of the a lot of things that don't make sense, like, oh, it's a simulation, or it's a glitch in the Matrix, uh, I don't know. Uh- I I feel like there is there is some type of explanation to the the body is is set in time while the soul is not like how they've always described it I've seen it in multiple movies and, and, and books and stuff like that where they say like when you die time kind of stands still. Yeah. And and you because existence as we know it is is focused around time. But that is just something that that human beings have created to to cope with life, you know, understanding, you know, scheduling and stuff like that and yeah, and sequence the, and logic. Exactly. Um but in reality, none of that actually exists. Time is not real. That's why I like 12 Monkeys so much. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I do think this is Earth. I do think that... Well, I, I actually, I don't know if there's any time travel happening. But I, I think if there is time travel happening, it, it, I think it's probably tied to the beach in the same way that their ability to teleport is. Yeah. Because that's one thing we didn't mention was was that Fragile kind of doesn't explain but also mentions why she's able to teleport. Yeah. It's because she is more attuned to the to the beach than Sam is. So Sam is attuned to the beach because he can he can go there. He's been there before as a child. That's where he met Amelie. So was he a child after the Death Stranding event happened? I don't know. Dude. Yeah. How, I mean, clearly by the landscape, it didn't just happen, right? Most of the U.S. is deserted. So, yes, but I, I, I read a interview or an email with the Elder. And the Elder even mentions, and this is weird, the elder even alludes to Donald Trump. Really? Yes. He doesn't say Donald Trump. He said, we even elected a president who wanted to put, because he was an immigrant. He talked about being an immigrant. And he said that we elected a, a president who wanted to put a wall around the border of the United States to keep immigrants out. That's and, what he said. And he said this was before the death stranding. He said right before the death stranding happened. So this man, the elder, whoever he is, if he's alive, I don't know who what he is, but he was alive when the Death Stranding happened. Which, as a quick aside, when you say, if he's alive, I really wanted 
I really wanted um, Sam to shake hands with some of these people. Like, are they even real? Are they even alive? Because when we... He interacted with the president, for sure. Yeah. He's touched... He's he's touched fragile, definitely. Yep. yep. But there's a lot of people he kind of stands near and doesn't touch. And when we first saw Amelie, she looked real until we realized she was a hologram. Right. And some of these people that I I'm starting to take as real might not be real. That, your guess is as good as mine, boss. Hmm. So I I don't know how long. I mean, in, it's funny that you use the elder and a reference to Trump. You know, is that a way to gauge time in a normal game? I'd say, yeah, all right, you can, you know, you can approximate his age and then approximate, you know, how long ago the world was normal. But I feel like in this game, that kind of logic doesn't hold. No, right, and BB being a year old doesn't hold. So I I don't know. What year do you think this is taking place in? I have no idea. I did ask Ken. I was like, do they ever tell what year this takes place? And Ken was like, maybe. I feel like there was like an interview or an email that I read where they kind of allude to what year it is. It's got to be at least 100 years in the future, right? For the Earth to have been so reclaimed by nature and devastated. I mean, everything looks a bit rocky and barren, almost like it's an alien planet that's mimicking Earth, but if it's not, I don't know. It's not like we've seen too many actual structures that look like they're from our world. Yeah. Well, you're going to see... You're going to see some stuff. Real soon. <laughs> if nothing else, the beach has gotten us some pretty cool short cutscenes. Which, by cool, I mean don't make any sense. Like when the whale comes up next to the door. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Confused or just how like how how little child Sam is talking to Amelie on the beach. Yeah, has Amelie always been on the beach? Yeah, like she's never aged. Do we know? Did I misinterpret before the last recording that she was his sister? I, I that's what we said. That's what I it, it felt like. Yeah, that's what it felt like. But he's got that picture of of him and his mom and her. But remember, Timefall hit that picture and her face is blurted out. Yeah. So, I don't know what that means. I also thought it was clear that how the junk dealer and the chiral artist were relating to each other, and that was completely wrong. Yeah, that's true, too. I don't know. I, I, I There's still a ton of mysteries in this game, even after the things that I've seen. Mm. But I, I will say that... I definitely think there are some time travel elements involved here. And Higgs. And you, I mean, Higgs is also an interesting name. 
Yeah, they mention that in the yep. emails, don't they? Yep, they mention that in the emails. And it kind of ties the, the to Higgs a little bit. particle. Yep, like the Higgs boson, which, you know. The God particle. Yep, who knows how that can relate to the game, but. I don't know. So many mysteries. I need to. There's so many different threads. If any of them start tying together, it could really change the interpretation, but basically every, anything's on the table at the moment. I mean, at this point, it could be that Sam and everybody who's physically here is actually dead, and the BTs are the real, are the alive people, and we're disrupting them. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I mean, I was under the assumption that they were just the dissociated souls, and I was feeling bad by destroying them. Yeah, it could be, you know, it could be the other way around. And everything I feel like could be extreme in the same way that, you know, like, oh, everybody's all, everybody's in the past or everybody's digital except for Sam. And I'm like, well, maybe Sam's the only one that's digital and this whole thing is a recreation of sorts. Or they could go like straight up Full Metal Alchemist, the original series, not the Brotherhood series, where they, they find out that they're actually an alternate world. And every time they use alchemy, they're pulling material from the old world. <laughs> yeah. So every time we build a structure, we're actually removing the structure from the other world. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of starting to think that maybe this was like multiple universes. And every time you go through the beach, you know, every time you kind of go through the beach, it that's what kind of allows you to jump further or, you know, to pull things across or, you know, this kind of souls can't. You know, you're getting like a mirror image or a shadow image from a different universe. I don't know. I don't know if they'll go that scientific, although something like Higgs boson might tend to me down that path. Right. As opposed to something so, spiritual like just souls. Right. Hmm. Interesting. So, next email comes in from Dustin and it's titled walkabout yo I'm not going to write much I'm just going to share some stories and thoughts Sam should really look old he has a special raincoat where when he's traveling though or he's traveling through timefall but no mask there's no way he's not getting that rain in his face anyone else think we look like we dressed up for Halloween as a transformer when we were fully loaded with packages <laughs> if time fall speeds up everything including vegetation why isn't the world covered in a forest I yeah. did come across an email saying nothing grows where there's craters from the void outs but what about the rest of the world if mules are just obsessed with delivering packages, why doesn't Bridges just use them to deliver everything? Didn't come across any solid reasoning why they wouldn't. I did come across an interview saying Fragile would use them once in a while, so I don't know. I had a few theories, uh, then I read some data entries, and that ruined most of them. One theory I have revolves around Higgs and Kojima being so literal, I think it relates to the Higgs boson, or the God Particle. I don't have anything solidified yet, but it is curious how he can summon BTs at will. Uh, there was a data entry that mentioned the Higgs boson, but didn't say much. 
so there's three planes of space in this game, right? The world of the living, which uh, where we might be now. The beach, which might be some sort of purgatory. And something called the seam. It's not mentioned very much, but it is yeah. that... But uh, but is that like hell? It probably has nine triangles since Kojima is so hip. Remember when the game was first revealed and one of the first leaks was what the game was about and it basically said it was about video game characters and what happens to them when they die? Everyone laughed at it, but the more I find out, the more this might make sense. Pretty sure your parrot arm thing that detects BTs doesn't work unless your BB is connected. For us, right? Because we're not as attuned? I guess. Uh, I don't think killing people actually causes void outs in the game. I ran over multiple mules with my truck and nothing. I also backed up into a mule and proceeded to push him a reasonable distance. That mule was sturdy. <laughs> so uh, I have to go back I, I don't know if we mentioned on the last episode but uh, I, I do want to mention it here I, I, I think I read an email or interview saying that obviously they, they take the the BBs out of the mother's womb before they're born and the and that's and because of that they are more attuned with the dead world yeah because they they're They've just been born, so they're closer to death, or, or not yet born, so they're closer to death. Yeah. Or let's not call it the dead world. Let's call it the unborn world. I guess when you die, you're now unborn again. You know, you're not living. And when you're still in your mother's womb, you're not living yet either. And so that's why they're still attuned to it, which makes when you hook up to one of them, you can now see into the dead world or the unborn world. I don't know. Mm. Oh, I just dropped my phone. Excuse me. That's where I was reading this. Let's see here. Uh, the truck physics are pretty bad in this game, especially when you go up or downhill. You are not kidding. When BB laughs from doing something good or interacting with one of those baby signposts, the laugh still sounds like it's crying. I don't know whose baby is doing the VO, but they should have found a baby, a different baby for laughing takes, 4 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> what caused the death stranding? What does dooms stand for? Yeah, good question. Did you notice Dead Man has stitches along his temple like he's had a brain transplant or something? I did not see that. When you have the when you have to deliver the girl back to the junk dealer, I literally thought that was his daughter and his ex-wife didn't want him seeing each other. Yep. <laughs> when I found out they were lovers and witnessed probably the shittiest proposal ever. <laughs> If Sam's job is delivering packages even before expanding the network, why isn't there any currency in this game? Why work a job for free? Maybe they give him food or maybe he just wants the likes. 
Okay, let's shift gears. I have a story about why I decided I hate this game. (laughs) (laughs) Good intro. It all happened in Chapter 3 and some of Chapter 4, but I have a feeling we won't be talking that far, so I'll just talk about Chapter 3. I was up in Lake Knot City and had the special package delivery. Oh, well, hang on. I can't talk about this. Uh, yeah, I can't talk about this. Mm-hmm. You haven't made it through yet. Crap. He's, he's complaining about autosaves. Yeah, I can't talk about this. Start off with that one next time. Yeah, I guess. Um, where is fragile outside somewhere? No, look on the map. Wow, that's a lot of symbols. Where's the main objective? I don't know. Where the hell is she? Use the <laughs> visor scanner thing with L one. Awesome. She's in Central Fucktown. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, said chapter four happened, and that pissed me off even more. However, I did go back and finish chapter four, and yeah, cutscene hooked me back into this game right away. I don't hate this game right now because of the story. Depending on how the story unfolds, it's going to impact my feelings about the game heavily because the deliveries and road building isn't doing it for me. P.S. What does BT stand for? P.S.S. Beached thing. Beached things is what it stands for. Yeah. Uh, PSS, I wish you could turn on a chiral zoom while driving or walking and listen to different music you unlock in this game. Actually, can you? Because I unlocked songs, but can you just listen to them in the private room? Yeah, I'm not going to sit in the private room that long. I'm not going to sit in the private room for for any amount of time. I'm only there for the exiting cutscene so I can see Mads Mikkelsen. Yep. Also, they they did change my my uh, my drinks. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know if like the game update or something like that. But since I since I made it to chapter three, I have not drank any monster energy drinks. I have drank what looks like beer. <laughs> I think it's called uh, porter beer. Oh, weird. Or porter lager or something. And when I started drinking them, I couldn't skip the scene, the cut scene with him drinking it because it was different animations. One of which where he shook the beer up like Stone Cold Steve Austin and then opened it in the camera. <laughs> I haven't seen that at all. And saying, what, how do you like that? Hmm. This game's fucking weird, dude. This game is very weird. I like it because I'm really curious both how it's going to unfold and to what degree it's going to tie together. Yeah. Because even if it makes no sense, I'd be fascinated if he if he tied everything together in a way that was illogical. That would be interesting, although unsatisfying. And if he can tie it all together in, you know, revelation after revelation, I mean, it, I'm, I'm pretty invested in what the heck is going on. Oh, I definitely am at this point. Just wait. Just wait. So we have two emails from Chad. 
First one is a small one saying, beware of the BTs. By the way, there is a part coming up soon that some of you are really going to hate. You thought those BT areas were bad before. Just wait until you have to navigate through them and you have no indication of where they are. Do I have speed legs? Can I just sprint? (laughs) You probably can, but you (laughs) may just run right into one. (laughs) All right. And the next one. I guess that was his second email. This is his first email. It's just titled, and I love this, Riddle Me This, Bat Hard Man. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Do you know what you think you know? Oh, God. How How about a game of friend or foe? It's true that some may be pretty mean, but things aren't always as they seem. Others claim to be your friend, but will that prove true in the end? Mm. You decide. Fragile. Friend or foe, Matt? Part of my thinking was that this was like Quantum Leap and she was the evil leaper. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I want to say it's too easy to say she's a foe because she comes off. I think she is working with Higgs. Whether whether that makes her friend or foe, I don't know yet. But I do think she's working with Higgs. Okay. Uh, I've made it farther in this game. I can tell you almost 99% she is not working with Higgs. No. <laughs> She she detests that man, as far as I can tell. Mm. <laughs> um, Is that Amelie, a good cover? I mean, it could be a good cover, but there's some messed up stuff that happens in that cutscene. Amelie. I think Amelie's definitely bad. Definitely bad. Because she's been presented as nothing but pure so far. Sure. Like, too good to be true, I would say. I think she has Mm -hmm. to be bad. I'm starting to agree with you at this point. Just because of just how hard she's pushing, we need to connect everybody. Yeah, exactly. You have to do this. What's your motive now? Like, in in as much as I wonder why the people who don't want to be connected don't want to be connected, I don't understand why she's pushing so hard. Right. I, yeah, I, I I just don't see her as a good guy. Not to mention, I kind of feel like she wants to take over as the president. And anyone gunning for that kind of power makes me question it. My thing is, I still don't know what the hell Amelie is. She, she's She's been on this beach since Sam was a kid. But she also... so. She's she's on she's trapped on this beach, but she's also on the 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 the, the west the, coast the west coast. But she also traveled from from what looks like Virginia to the west coast in a three year long span. Like, what is she? And she can also talk to us. She she's also being held captive by terrorists, but also a hologram at the same time. Yeah. 
Like, you can't see my face right now, but it's contorted in such a way that I look like I'm being tortured because I don't know, I don't know what she is. I don't know if she is actually human. Yeah, I don't necessarily believe her or trust her. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, Cliff Unger. Cliff Unger. <laughs> you don't even know who this is. <laughs> Uh, I've met Cliff Unger. Met him? Oh, I have not mm-hmm. met him. Yeah, you're going to meet him real soon. Chapter 4 is all about Mr. Unger. In fact, I believe the, the episode is, is titled Unger. Unger. Uh-huh. And that's not short for hunger or anger? Uh, or... I have no idea. Hmm. But I think his name is Cliff Unger. <laughs> Unger doesn't really sound like a name. <laughs> It's it's a, I believe it's a German name. Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's it's the real name. Okay. Do you want me to tell you who it is? Mm. You've seen Cliff Somebody Unger before. Met. Is it who Higgs have... really is? No. Is it Mads Mikkelsen? Yes. Okay. 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 I think he. Ooh, I don't know. Good or bad. Yeah. He's also been a little bit too saccharine sweet so far. You know, pining over his dead wife, like babysitting his little baby. Is he as good as he seems? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely going to change your mind in Chapter 4. Hmm. All right. Mama. I've had a I've had a very long cut scene with Mama that you haven't had yet. I don't think Mama is a bad guy. Yeah, I've got no real thoughts on Mama at the moment. Yeah, the Mama's got some messed up stuff going on with her too, dude. She's the one that's pregnant, right? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> dude, just just wait. Uh, tomorrow night. I'm, I'm doing nothing Friday night, but getting through this next chapter end and revelation section, and I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for it. So yeah, when you make it to South Knot City officially, you, you you're gonna you're gonna run into both Unger and Mama, and both of those scenes are crazy. Oh, we're gonna run into Unger, mm. so he's not from the distant past. Ah, or is he? (laughs) We may never know. Time is relative, boss. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Higgs. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about this before. It almost depends. I feel like if, if Amelie is bad, I think Higgs has a real good shot of being good. I don't know. He's clearly been portrayed as bad. Maybe he's just the bad guy. He definitely looks like a bad guy. I could go 50-50, but I think he's going to be extreme in one direction or the other. Yeah, so here's the thing. I've seen another thing with Higgs that you'll see really soon, too. Um, He's really painted as a bad guy. Um, but he may very well be one of those. He's got information that you don't understand. Yeah. Um, but he still does some messed up stuff. 
Yep, the end justifies the means. Uh, maybe, maybe he's one of those that's like he's got good intentions, but uh, let's let's not forget where the path to hell was paved with. <laughs> All right, here's a good one: Die Hard Man. I think Die Hard Man is one hundred percent a bad guy. I think he is he is in cahoots with Amelie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't, unless I miss something in some of the interviews, I don't, I don't really feel like I have much information on him. I mean, I don't either. My thing is, is I don't like when somebody wears a mask. Yeah. And so far in this game, him and Higgs, him and Higgs have got something to hide. So, yeah, I I don't know. It's hard. I mean, it's just pure. I don't even have anything about his actions that that sways me yet. Right. Die uh, a dead man. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I'm struggling now with what to think. I don't know about him either. He could easily become a villain. Yeah. I mean, obviously him and Die Hard Man are working together at this point, and I don't think Die Hard Man is a good guy. Yeah, I mean, it would definitely fit in with the kind of, you know, science taken to an extreme. Right. right? He's clearly... The mastermind of something, whether it's the tech, probably not that caused the Death Stranding, but, you know, maybe took a ill-conceived route to try and fix things after the fact. Right. Alright, Hartman. Um, let's see. You know who Hartman is, right? Um, the scientist guy with the glasses. Yeah. Kind of. I, f- I feel like Hartman is a good guy who possibly could turn bad all because he is determined to figure out what's going on. Like he'll do it by any means? By any like, means. Yeah. yeah. Like this is going to destroy this planet or this world. But we have to know where these BTs come from. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he is a bad guy, as in like inherent bad guy with nefarious means. I think he is going to be driven to bad. Yeah, by I, his by his his thirst for knowledge. That, or he's just good, and at some point he'll reveal something we need to know to finish the game. He just ends up being a scientist ally. I don't know. Yeah. Otacon. He is also a dooms sufferer, if you remember. Okay. So he he is one of those that is attuned, much like Sam is. Was it more or less than Sam? I think it's about the same. I think he can feel them, but I don't think he can see them. I don't think he's, like, fragile. Yeah, not on fragile level. 
All right. BB. BB. Oh, I hadn't thought it good or bad on BB. BB's the final boss of the game. <laughs> it's going to be Kilroy from uh from Blue Dragon all over again. <laughs> it was the, it was the little thing. <laughs> it was the little parrot. <laughs> I think BB is nothing but an innocent pawn. I you say that, but I mean BB has a very huge connection to Unger. Yeah. So according to Unger I'm your daddy. So <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like You still think see, Sam is BB? No, I I I just I just said <laughs> dumb shit last episode just for saying it. I don't think Sam is BB. I could be wrong, but I mean if I if if all right, here's the thing. I said it. I'm going to say it's not true, but at the end of the game, if I find out Sam really was BB, I'll say I fucking called it. <laughs> <laughs> I deny it unless I'm right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's that's how you that's how you make predictions. Uh and then lastly, the BTs. Yeah, I mean that's the big question. My my current thinking is that they're they're just the disembodied souls in that I shouldn't be taking them out because there's nothing bad or evil about them. And I'm in fact preventing them from reconciliation by killing them. But I feel like my thoughts also kind of change, you know, could change with the wind there because I know so little about them again. They're clearly presented as, you know, these dark shadowy figures who attack you. So they're clearly set up to be bad. I don't think they are. But I don't know what they are. Yeah. I I don't think... I think it's going to come back around and say the BTs are not villains. Yeah. They're not monsters. They are disconnected from their world and are doing what anything that is disconnected in from their world would do. They fight back. Which is what might lead, you know, it, maybe Higgs is there trying to shepherd them back somehow, and maybe that's why he's a good guy. Or that he knows that Amelie and others here are not good, and that's why he's fighting everybody. And it seems like the BTs are always trying to drag Sam somewhere. They're always trying to grab him and bring him somewhere. Yep. Maybe, maybe they're trying to help Sam. And what's with the tethers, do you think? They all seem to have the like the tail that's connected themselves. You know, the whole game's about connections, right? Right. They still seem connected to something. Whether so that's an umbilical back to the beach or whatever. That so um, um umbilical keep that in mind. Keep in mind the the significance of umbilical cords. Well, that it's life giving, that it's that is a tether. That it is a tether. A strand, if you will. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. Mm. Interesting. But that's it. That's all for uh that's all for Chad. I appreciate all those emails, everybody. I really do. Yeah, it's been a while since we played a game with so much mystery in it. <laughs> Dude, this game is nothing but. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely digging it. I mean, the you know the minute-to-minute gameplay is okay. It's okay enough. 
it's changing enough to keep me interested. I'm not absolutely like smile on my face every minute, every time I have to climb over, you know, two miles of rocks. It's not necessarily the most exciting ten minutes of gameplay, but it you know, it's a means to an end. There's a lot of you know, a lot of mechanics in games aren't necessarily inherently super fun. I mean, yeah. you know, what's fun about a Telltale game? There's not much playing to it, right? So I, I don't know. I, I am enjoying the game, but I'm enjoying it more for the mystery than I am the game. You should have. You should have. I wish everybody was a fly on the wall when I try to describe this game to my wife. Because, <laughs> you know, I had this game when it came out, and she saw me playing it. And she's like, "Is that?" The guy from The Walking Dead, I'm like, yeah. She's like, what is this game? I was like, it's, it's weird. Well, now that I played more of it, two days ago, I tried to explain so far what I've seen in this game. And the look of, of bewilderment on her face could shock a room. <laughs> I was just, uh, I was like, I, because then there's, you know, he's a porter. He takes stuff from one place to another and he's walking across the United States and there's also these invisible ghost things that we don't know where they're from and there's also this beach and he's got a baby on his stomach and the baby helps him see him and she's like, what? What is this? I was like, I don't know. I can't explain none of it. <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing? It? You walk. <laughs> Deliver packages. <laughs> oh... What a weird game this is. Yeah. I am yeah. eager. I mean, I'm actually excited. I'm most excited for the fact that there's some short chapters coming up because I feel like things there will be a little bit more change. Right? The last 10 hours have literally just been trekking back and forth across the central U.S. Well, you better buckle up, Buckaroo, because where I left off after talking to Mama... Uh, I have to go around a mountain. <laughs> We're going to the Rockies. And, uh, uh, Ken, Ken told me, uh, through a private message, uh, get ready for when the snow happens. The snow. Uh huh. I didn't know what that meant, and I was like, Is it time snow? Is it time snow? But time is slow because it's frozen. Because it's falling slow. And yeah, it's frozen. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> and he said, you'll see. And I'm like, okay. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I am. I don't even know where to begin with this game, dude. It's so weird. It's so <laughs> weird. Dude, you haven't even seen the weird shit yet. You've seen weird, but let me tell you, there's level there's two some, weird. There's level two weird, and it's called chapter four oh. and the beginning of five. I'm almost there. Yeah. So you're going to have a lot more questions after that. More answers and more questions, or just more questions? Uh, honestly, just questions. I didn't get anything answered. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, uh, if you would like to uh, send us an email, it is drew at ztgd.com. 
Uh, you can also tweet to us. We are at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS, and the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. But uh, that's going to be it for us. I appreciate everybody listening. Hope you guys have a great week. And until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we are out of here. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. And we'll be back next week with the continuation of Death Stranding.